This episode of Warp 5 is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 180,000 titles for smartphone, tablet, and desktop. To get a free audiobook of your choice and help Trek FM at the same time, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by Enterprise in Space, an international program of the nonprofit National Space Society. Find out how you can help science and education and become a virtual crew member aboard the NSS Enterprise Orbiter by visiting enterpriseinspace.org. And if you want to join in on the conversation and share your thoughts on this episode or any other, please join the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, that's B-A-B-E-L, into the Facebook search field. We look forward to seeing you there. This is Mike Sussman, writer and producer of Star Trek Enterprise, and you're listening to Warp 5 on Trek FM. Welcome, Boomers, to another episode of War 5. I'm your host, Brandon Shamutella, and joining me today, as they have been for the last 42 episodes, 41 episodes, something like that, missing here and there, one or two, we have our lovely co-host, the beautiful, the ever-effervescent Patrick. <laughs> yes, th- thank you. That's a, a great uh, intro for me there. Th- thanks Excellent. for the introduction. How was your vacation? It was good. It was good. Um, I walked the plank. That was interesting. Because looking down from 16 feet at water with nobody in it for a reference point, you don't realize how far 16 feet is. It feels pretty jump. high. Yeah, but when it's all blue below you, you don't realize that. So you jump, and then, you know, two or three times in, in the fall, you're like, where's the water? Where's the water? And then eventually you hit it. But, uh, I don't no, like I don't like falling off of big diving boards and stuff like that. It's uh, it's not fun. I I fear falling. I don't mind heights. I don't mind climbing. I don't like. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I don't mind, but falling I can't stand. I don't well, like that uh, feeling. A fear of falling is somewhat evolutionary, as yeah. uh, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory put it. But uh, I'm not the thrill seeker type at all. But I figured uh, I'm probably only gonna be in Bermuda once. It's a pirate ship, and I get to jump off it. I gotta try it at least once. And if I have a heart attack, well, at least I died something doing I like doing something I like. Did your wife jump the plank too? Four times. Did you, when she got on there? Did you say computer remove plank? No, <laughs> I should have thought of that too because I was filming it with the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, right on. Well, Patrick is back, fresh and rejuvenated from his wonderful Bermuda Disney vacation, and joining us as well is the ever charming Brandy Jacola. How are you doing, Brandy? Oh, I'm a bit soggy. We've got rain tonight, and it's lovely. I saw a rainbow today. Ooh, It excellent. was very, very vivid, and I could even see the violet. Couldn't quite see the indigo, but I could see the violet, and that's that's pretty cool because you rarely see that anymore. Indigo, violet, same thing. Well, no. Indigo and violet are two different things. Same thing. They're not. Same, <laughs> same thing. They're not. They're not the same thing. Well, we're not here to talk about... <laughs> rainbows and soggy people or falling off of planks and whatnot. We're here to talk about some Star Trek Enterprise. And tonight what I decided to do is, this is episode 171 of War 5. And, well, I guess before we get into it, do we have any feedback from, uh, did you guys check the feedback? We did. So our last episode was uh, episode 168. It was it was uh, called Patty Sue. It was the alt- the alternate crew episode that we did. Jim McMahon says, just listen to this week's episode, so I'm chef. Glad I made the, made it into the crew. The food will be awful since I'm not good. At, I'm not a good cook. Yeah, we got we got to get him on a replicator sh- uh, ship. <laughs> Apparently he's terrible at that. Uh, and Chris Trebuzio added in with, uh, hey, I'm I'm an engineer. Um, make it got make it go make it got. And uh, <laughs> I saw the exclamation point as a T for a second there. <laughs> and uh, and then he wrote mashup Trek reference. Oh, but speaking of, we we made Neelix the chef, right? Is that yes. something like that? Is that who we made? Yes. Okay, so it's funny. I was I went to a 
one-year-old's birthday party, my wife's friend and their kids, and they named their dog Neelix. And I was like, wait, where did you get that name from? And they're like, Voyager, of course. I was like, yes! <laughs> and I ran into, I'm sorry, I, I should have said this earlier, on the cruise ship day one, we were sitting down to lunch, and the people next to me were talking about Discovery, and I said, oh, you should listen to my podcast. And they go, wait, you sound familiar. Are you on Trek FM? Because I listen to you on Warp 5 and on The Edge. So that was pretty cool. I was trying to advertise nice. for this. It didn't work. They were already <laughs> listening. Okay, Chris's top five plus a few in Warp 5 based on the season, three of Enterprise. Uh, Pet Mirror Porthos. I think that's pretty cool that he chose Mirror Porthos. So do I. I like that. And that was a weird Porthos, but I still like him. Morale Guinan, because who doesn't come to the bartender with problems? Chef Shell, because who doesn't want to try Red Alert Chili? Helm Sulu. Uh, Kam Zahora, duh. Engineer TOS Scotty, he's the miracle worker. Science Tilly, so someone that agrees with me. First Officer Bearded Riker, not any other Riker, just Bearded. I kind of like that idea. And Captain Benjamin B.A. Shaft because of the goatee and shaved head Cisco. I actually like that crew. That's pretty good. Like, yeah, I like that a lot. I like all the little add-ons to it, too. Like the little explanations for why and stuff yeah. are pretty cool. Chell's uh, funny. I think Chell's a funny character. Chell was the one. He was the Bolian in the first season episode of Learning Curve, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, and they like talked about I remember they talked about him taking over after Neelix left, right, in the end of season seven. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and then we cool. have one more from William J. Jackson. Mares was a great pick, as she is sorely underused. Would love love it if would love it if she showed up on D uh, Discovery. This was a great episode, folks, and I I never would have thought of this type of trek tweaking. A Rex a Rex for Helm. Eric's. Eric's. He's the three armed uh Oh, what the heck's his name? Triaxian, I think it is. Is the mm, species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't remember him, but okay, that's cool. From the animated series. Yeah, but that's so, why I don't know him, because I never watched that. You should watch the animated series. I, I really need to find the time to because there's a lot there's of 16 episodes. To it. Yeah, but. 16. Were they half hour episodes? Or 22, sorry, 22. 16 in season one. Yeah, they're, 20, they're half hour episodes. So that's 11 hours too many. Not even 11 hours, right? It's a half so. hour each. Right. Well, they're 24 yeah. episodes each, right? So it's going to skip 12 the, hours. <laughs> so. No, because it's not really a full 30 minutes because there were commercial breaks put in. I, I don't have so. 10 minutes. In life, well, you're talking too much in this podcast, so you could be watching. I could be. <laughs> Anywho, well, let's just jump to our discussion today. So, our topic today. So, this is kind of my idea here. I wanted to talk to you guys because we're we're you know we've been about nine months now that we've been doing this, and uh, you know, which is basically a year. You know, so basically, you guys have been doing this for almost ten years now. You know, when you round yeah. up a little bit there, <laughs> ten years, but, yeah. I'm a fifty-year uh, veteran at podcasting now. I just uh, I thought that we would talk and we would just talk a little bit in retrospective, just kind of a casual conversation and and talk about our time as podcasters on Warp Five. Talk about some favorite episodes that we've done and you know, kind of maybe where we want to go and. Um, you know, just talk about reflecting and and what do you think about being on Warp Five so far? Because your first episode was episode one thirty, and I believe on that episode we talked about you know top episodes, like top episode from each season. I believe was our discussion on that one, if I remember correctly. You made me choose things, guys. <laughs> it's hard. Well, so yeah, officially that was our first episode together, but I had been on like three or four running into that as a guest. Mm -hmm. And then I, I had been, like, one. in a row as a guest. And then I had been on a few others before that. But, yeah, officially I wasn't a co-host until one thirty. Yeah, rub right. it in, yeah. Patrick, that you were more popular than I was. It's fine. That's not true. You were doing um, you were doing the live show. <laughs> I know, because hey, I, was your I was your first guest on that, too. Yes, you were. And our, <laughs> our final guest. Yes. On, for season one. You, we were the bookends, baby. Yep. The book where it, where it matters, <laughs> holding it, the rest of it up. I never had Patrick on Melodic Treks. Uh, no. This is true. That was my first Trek FM podcast. Was Melodic mm. Treks. Yep. And that man, that was a nightmare. Oh wow! It really, really, <laughs> really it was, was all so bad. Brandy's fault. It was. 
my internet connection kept dropping, and then I forgot to hit uh, the unpause <laughs> during one of the things. How you made a coherent episode of that, I will never know. You should go listen. You should go listen to it. You won't even. You couldn't even tell that we had an issue if you listen to that episode. It's a flawless edit. It was flawless because I thought this is a nightmare. There's not going to be anything that he can use in here of any value. And then I listened to the episode. I'm like, wait, what? How did you do this? We talked about the music of Fantastic Voyage by Leonard Rosenman and another movie. Which one? A TV movie? I can't remember the name of uh, it. Sybil. Sybil with uh, Sybil Shepherd. No. Oh. <laughs> Sally Field. Oh, same thing. (laughs) No. So close. close. Not even remotely the same. (laughs) Who's Sybil Shepherd? (laughs) You don't know who Sybil Shepherd is? Oh, my. I know who Sally Field is. She was in Forrest Gump, wasn't she? (laughs) Yes. Really? The first thing that comes to mind when you think of Sally Field is Forrest Gump? Wow. Well, what, what else is she in? <laughs> a million things. Like a million know. things. Yes, yeah, when Forrest Gump was nominated for Best Picture. I think it won for Best Picture, too, didn't it? I don't remember. It did. Yeah. I don't. Yes, and that's so about yes, all I, I know. The Academy Award winning film that she was in. The, the only award shows I watch anymore are the Tonys. So. Wow. You watch Sorry. more award shows than are I do. Are you going to tell me who Sybil Shepherd is? I'm sorry, what, Brandon? Are you going to tell me who Sybil Shepherd is? Uh, do you remember the show Moonlighting? No. Then I can't help you. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, Just Google her. You'll probably that's like recognize a conversation her about the anime series with me right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Anyways. me trying to explain Moress to, to Patrick. So. Patrick, what's your favorite episode that you've been on so far for Warp 5? Oh. Well, I, my single favorite episode? I don't know. I, I can't narrow it down to one. I... I Ones that stand out to me is our first episode because that's where we did to fill the Tavulcan and to pat the Tavulcan. <laughs> that that whole nickname thing popped up. Um, another one is the episode where we interviewed. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, but uh, I think it was uh, Joel Jolie. I can't. I don't know how to say her last name. Um, the the one who played. Oh, Water jo- Joel Bacazzi. Joel Bacazzi. That's what it was. Yes. Um, I really liked that episode. I th- that was really informative and fun. To do. Yeah, so for the listeners who haven't listened and gone back, so uh, I'll, I'll try and keep looking while we while we go here, trying to figure out some of these episodes here. Okay, so uh, Joelle Bacazzi, she was that in. One. That was episode She was on the Canadian 135? Yep, called Double Hardcore. Double Hardcore, yeah. So Joelle Bacazzi was uh, on the. She's the captain of the Canadian water polo team, and we thought that that would be fun to. Like, what was water polo? Archer loves water polo, so we did an interview. I was actually just thinking about that interview the other day. That was a really good interview, so yeah, that uh, one, check I, it out. I, I talk about that a lot to other people when I tell them to listen. I tell them, you know, if, you, if you're going to jump in just randomly, that's a good place to start. Or the next episode after that, 136, 50% banana with, uh, <laughs> with yes. the two from uh, Cal, Caltech. Mike right? and Elise. Yes, yep. that, that was a great episode, too. Yeah, Mike and Elise, for, and they have their podcast, Strange New Worlds. So, uh, yeah, we talk about the we talk about evolution, like just in general evolution, and and we talk about the Zindi species because there was six different types of species that evolved on the Zindi homeworld. So, uh, they they have a science and Star Trek podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, Strange New Worlds, it's called, and you know they talk about Star Trek and science, and they they look at the different aspects of Star Trek and. Talk about it science-wise. So, yeah, it's a pretty good yeah. pretty good discussion there. So, I, Brandy, I, what I have you... a couple other standouts, but, yeah, let someone else answer for a little bit. Yeah, Brandy, what are some of your favorites that you've been on so far? Uh, you know how I am about picking favorites. You really put me on the spot here. Let's just say uh, some memorable ones, then. Well, I really enjoyed the episode we did about Porthos because I felt like that little mm. doggy friend did not get enough love. So I had, I had a good time with that one. Um I also really enjoyed our first writer's room together when we wrote the Borg Queen origin because I thought that that was, they had a strong possibility of becoming a complete train wreck, but we managed to pull it <laughs> off. Um, and of course, I ha- I can't, I can't not say it, guys, but Stormfart, that one was just a lot of fun. 
<laughs> Once yeah, I, I quit laughing one. at my own stupid slip. Yes. I know you weren't there for that, Patrick. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I missed. Well, I missed the original storm fart. There were a few that dropped in after that, but... Yes, there were. You keep bringing it up. I do, because <laughs> I'm still jealous I wasn't there. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And I still laugh about it every time. I, I have to really think still before saying storm front, well, because it's just storm fart now. It's you know what my favorite fart. part of that is? It actually inspired you to do an episode with your husband about a movie on your podcast. <laughs> that was great. But it- but it didn't. That was actually the one you were on when I accidentally said farting force instead yes, of fighting right. force. Yes, that's right. I'm sorry. That's a good we one, We were too. writing the Mako story. That yes. was another one. Yes, that was one. a good one, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> that now I'm crossing did, my fart jokes. Make <laughs> and it's, I don't know what my problem is. I just, uh, my brain is, my brain is old. <laughs> that's all I got for you that's great but so brandon what were some of your memorable moments over the last 10 years over the last 10 years um we've had a lot of good ones um i i also really like the borg queen episode that we wrote the hms enter cube um (laughs) i thought that was a pretty good episode here um like some of the special ones you know were some of the interviews i did and i wish you know based because of the time that we record this we have to record it a little bit later uh i haven't and and the fact that there's three of us it's it's a challenge to edit with four people on the podcast so i don't want to do it too often so i haven't been getting as many interviews uh for this show uh and that's part of the reason it's just it's it's kind of challenging to edit with four people it takes a lot more time um but, you know, we've had some fun. I've really enjoyed the commentaries. I really have enjoyed the series that we've done. You know, I, I can't wait to get back into our movie series, you know, the movie night series, because that's yeah. a lot of fun. I love having Mike Schindler on to talk about them, you know, and we've covered some really fun movies, you know, like I loved the uh, the Wages of Fear episode that we did, you know, that was that was so much fun because I love that movie so much. And you know, I really enjoyed the fact that we watched the Kung Fu episodes, you know? So, like, that was pretty darn cool that we got to watch that. It was something different and something that I didn't expect. So, um, I'm thinking here, so now that we're, as we're recording this, I'm done the Halloween podcast and everything like that. And so I got a little bit more free time on my hands and I'm, you know, um, a couple of the podcasts that I've been following along with are, are about to end. So I should have a little bit more free time, but I want to get back into those movie episodes i really want to get back into those and and we'll be getting back into right away the uh the retrospective episodes because you know again it's hard to watch you know three episodes in a in a week sometimes you know i mean i got kids and everything like that it gets busy so and you know this i i I love podcasting and i love star trek but i mean there's times when i just want to not watch star trek and that's kind of what's been happening over the last little bit you know i just watched jack ryan which was a heck of a lot of fun. And I'm currently watching Man in the High Castle, which is just off the wall amazing. Right. You know, and there's shows that I really wanted to watch for the last little bit, you know, and and I'm finally getting a chance to watch them now. And so I'm watching them at work. So, I mean, like right now, because I'm doing that on my lunch breaks, you know, my Star Trek books are taking a side seat and stuff. And it's it's really nice because I'm kind of recharging my Trek batteries right now by by taking a step back from them. You know, it's a, it's a lot of fun talking about Star Trek, and I love it, but when all you do is watch Star Trek and prep for Star Trek podcasts and talk about Star Trek, you need that release. And, I mean, it's it's hard to balance everything. You know, I got a bunch of other interests. I got a bunch of other podcasts, and I'm really kind of ranting here, but, you know, like, it's just, it's nice to be able to watch something different right now, and I'm, I'm really loving Man in the High Castle, and, and this has a whole heck of a lot of nothing to do with Enterprise, but... Uh... <laughs> Dude, if you think that's a rant, you need to hear an actual tangent. Rant. Tangent. Okay, there you no, go. No, I ha- I had a rant on my Halloween podcast with Zach, in my last episode. So as of this recording, it hasn't been released yet. It'll be released tomorrow. As of this drop, it came out two weeks ago because we are recording a little bit in advance because I'm going to Albany this weekend. So if any of you are at Albany, I saw you there. Hello again. So or as um, we say in New York, Albany. What do you say? What did I say? Albany? Yeah, Albany. All. Albany. What's the Albany. difference? One is how what? it's pronounced. The other is not. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that that uh, GIF out there that they had with Data and Pulaski? And and so so it's a GIF of that. 
and it's Pulaski turning to Data, and she's like looking at the computer, and because it's just words, right, you can't read it. Uh, like you just have to read it, right? You can't hear anything, and so it's that whole scene of like one is my name and the other is not, and so Pulaski goes, you know, according to how I would read it, it would be like Pulaski goes GIF, and then Data just turns to her and says GIF, and then Pulaski turns back to him. She's like. What's the difference? And Data's like, one is correct, the other is not. So, like, for um, GIF and JIF and stuff, and I think it's funny. Well, seeing as how the G in GIF stands for graphics and not giraffics, I'm sorry, but the creator is an idiot. If he says it's GIF, then he doesn't understand how acronyms work. Maybe. But I don't know. I said, I said GIF for the longest time, and everybody freaked out on me. It's so now I GIF. just say GIF because it's I don't care. GIF. Oh. <laughs> graphics gif I, I, like I used to say GIF. gif and then the internet just wore me down they'll never the wear me down. me down they've met their match steer this thing back on the rails um speaking of the episode you were just talking about um another reason why we also have not been doing the retrospectives and stuff is brandon and i have both taken off some time and we haven't been able to record together so that yes kind of hurt because because we had some episodes lined up, and then Brandon took off, and then I took off. So, and we were kind of holding these episodes back for when we could all get together and do it. But um, one of the movie ones I really liked was uh, when we did Frankenstein. Mm. Yes. For one, I love the name of that episode. That dummy looks super dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's one of my all-time favorite podcast titles, and because um, he does look super dead, super <laughs> dead, and super dumb. Like, it's so badly done, like, yeah, in, like, one of those good ways. Like, you're like, oh, it's so pathetic, I like it. Like, it was just so obvious it was a straw dummy that went over the edge. <laughs> but but what I like is that when we watched it, um, and then we talked about it, we all came up with the same um, view of that movie as uh, Paul Paul did. Correct. And... Uh, which is, in the episode, it's kind of like a joke when she says it, but we kind of all agree with her and not everyone else. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. So I think I'm going to have to re-watch Frankenstein when we finally get to Bride of Frankenstein, because it's been so long since we watched it. It was like several months ago now. And the initial plan was to hit one of these movies a month. Right. As we did them. But it's just been so busy, and we're still, you know... I was insane when I decided to take on that Halloween podcast, but I really wanted a reason to rewatch those movies, and and that took up more time than I thought it would. So, and then with you being gone, Patrick, and then me being gone, and you know I'm going to be gone again this weekend, and you know so. Yeah, but then after that, you know, winter's setting in, so we'll we'll have more time sitting at home. Oh yes, yeah, I think so. Winter is coming. Yeah. Winter it, is coming. It had to be done. It had to be done. Yeah. I'm sorry. It only took 900 years, but yeah, it's coming. I love that show too, but man, it took just took. I heard that line for too many years, oh, and now it's been gone for so long. If you think that's bad, the books are way longer. <laughs> yeah, well, they also so, go into better detail. Yeah, but still. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so looking back on some more episodes that I really like, I think one of my favorites though was a real surprise for me that it, it turned out so well because honestly when it was proposed I'm like this doesn't sound like a very good idea you know but honestly I really really loved our alternate crew episode that we did just a couple weeks ago that was a whole heck of a lot of fun I agree I enjoyed that very much and I wasn't sure it was going to go well either <laughs> So I was the only one who had any confidence in my idea? No, I loved yes. it. wasn't that. It's just I didn't think I would, I would do a good job. Just, I was trying to soften the blow, Brandon. Why did you undercut me like that? Yeah. Patrick. What are, what are you doing? I'm going for honesty. What are you doing? I was going for another for big tact. bang reference. <laughs> like, that was another big bang reference when Wallowitz was asking. We kept talking about space. But, um. Yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm cool with the idea that I was the only one that was cool with the idea. No, it's <laughs> right not that it. I wasn't cool with it. I just didn't think I was going to come off well with this because I just thought, is this really going to make any sense? Is this going to work? And then once we were in the thick of it, I thought, no, this is cool. We're cool. I thought, I thought we were going to do all right, and we did, so uh, pat myself on the back. Okay, i got to okay, go on Pat. a tangent here. Based go on Pat. something that you just said, Brandy, 
Okay, you just said in the thick of it. So completely tangent, and this you're going to be like, how did I come to this? I always thought it was short shift. What's a shrift? Um, short shrift. Everybody's been saying short shrift. It is short shrift. And my shrift. whole life I thought it was short shift. Nope, it's shrift. Um, just like it's not French benefits, it's fringe benefits. <laughs> Well, I knew that. Fringe fringe means outside, like the edge, right? The fringe is right, the, the edge, fringes. so these are your fringe yes. benefits. Uh, right? Oh, that's interesting. The word shrift is actually an archaic noun referring to the confession or absolution of sins. These days, shrift is rarely encountered on its own, but it does keep frequent company with short in the phrase short shrift. So, so basically, sh it's as if... You were going into the confession, and the priest was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 say ten Hail Marys, I gotta go." So, okay. so basically, not you giving go. you, not giving consideration to whatever. Okay, there you go. That's how I interpret that. Okay, there you go. Works for me because I always hear that term. I thought it was short shift. We understand how you got there. We just wonder why you got there. Any other favorites that we want to talk about? Well, another one that I really enjoyed was. Our discussion about the fathers in Enterprise, because mm. the moms get a lot of attention, and rightly so, but it is nice to talk about the good fathers, because I don't think we have enough positive representation of fathers even now on television. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I really thought that that was a good idea and enjoyable. And uh, also, I very much <laughs> enjoyed... Um, the one we did with Dave Rossi. I had such uh, a hoot on that. That's the one Dave I was, was looking good. for. <laughs> See, yeah, um, I got it for you. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was great. And that That's the one where we talked about picking up boy bands in space, right? Yep. Yes, yes. From Denim yes, 4. Yeah. Yep. Pick you know that room where they boys. eat, I think, is, was, what is, yes. was what it was You know called. that place where they eat? <laughs> that place you know that eat. place where they eat. Also, the one before that was good, too. Yes. Episode 142, Spock mellowed out after he died. With Nick Anastasio, because Nick Anastasio is a great guest. Yes. Mm -hmm. He he always has plenty to say, and he basically, we could just set him down and wind him up and let him go, and he could carry <laughs> the entire podcast himself, because he has plenty to say. I also have to give a shout out to our RPG episode, which, you know, Dave is ready to go on another one when right, you guys Right, which was ready. a great episode, but that's another one that got pushed back because either me or Brandon weren't around. Yep. And yeah, we and I want to do that, do that, as that again. Group. Yeah, we want to do a season three episode of that where we're like Makos. Mm -hmm. Right, which would be awesome, but we didn't want to do it when someone was missing. We didn't exactly. want to do like part of us. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to shock the world now, and I'm actually going to admit this in front of everyone. I really liked our episode where we did the, the uh, commentary on Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much fun. as I hate that episode, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being able to bash it as well. But and, um, I did actually enjoy doing it. And uh, the other one I liked that was somewhat similar to that was the one where we talked about the seventh. Yes. I wasn't there. Uh, which is, no, it's not that one either. No, it's not that one either. That was interesting because it's that episode that you forget quite a bit. Now, you know what? Now that we've done that, I don't think I'll ever forget that episode. You know, as much as I made the joke while we were talking about the episode, I don't think I'll ever forget that one. Right, right. And we named the extinction one is named Chekhov's Peach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, excellent. Which I now use in reference anytime I see any episode where something weird happens in the beginning and it pays off at the end. And I, every time Chekhov's I have to explain, yeah, and I have to explain to my wife, no, you don't understand. If you, I, I not Peach, but I use actually no. Last time I said Chekhov's Peach, but uh, <laughs> I have to explain to my wife, no, this is. Chekhov's gone. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I, Dave I, and I, I understand what I mean. Dave and I do that all the time. Because we'll, especially if we're watching like a series of something or binge watching something, we're like, oh, Chekhov's whatever that was. Because if they, <sighs> right. sh they showed it briefly, it's going to come back into the story. Well, so, so it just happened to me because I'm watching, um, this is not exactly tied to this show, but uh, I'm watching New Orleans, NCIS New Orleans. Yes, okay. and I enjoy that. The episode where all of a sudden they show one of the main characters, soon to be fiancés, and she at the end she gets murdered. Mm -hmm. So 
Spoilers they never mentioned her before. Hey, that's like two years ago. If you haven't watched, I just it started now. watching. Yeah, I don't watch that show. I've never I seen an, an ep- I've never seen one episode of NCIS. Okay. Really? I watched the I've original series I've seen two episodes. What's the one? CSI. I've seen two episodes of CSI. The only ones I've seen are the Quentin Tarantino ones of that one. And that's, like, out of all those shows, that's all that I've seen. You're almost lucky. But the New Orleans <laughs> one is good. I watched the first, the original NCIS for, like, a lot of seasons. And then... Which um, one of the Bacula's on? Which that's the, New Orleans. New Orleans. New NCIS? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. NCIS. Well, that's why I'm watching it, because I really like Bacula, so... <laughs> You I'm watching. Up. I even watched that one where he was with Ray Romano and the other guy, and that was terrible. But I watched it because he was on it. So now I'm watching this show, and that was like season two that happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but when it happened, when when she showed up on the screen, I'm like, they never mentioned her before. This is gonna be Chekhov's fiance. <laughs> yep. <And> like, <laughs> like, Killed with Chekhov's I'm, gun. <laughs> Right, that, that's. And I, I said all we needed left was a peach, and my wife was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "It's there's just too much backstory there. I can't, I can't explain all the references anymore. Just know that if something weird shows up in the beginning, it pays off at the end." I was just going to say, it if they show it on screen, there's almost always a reason for it, especially if it's some kind of procedural mystery show. So yeah, see, yeah. I saw that a couple times when I was watching. Uh, Jack Ryan you know I'm like oh that's coming back yeah that's co- oh there it is right there you know so there was a few times of Jack Ryan I really enjoyed Jack Ryan I thought it was amazing but uh, there was it. a couple of times in the cup, first couple of episodes where I'm like yeah a little predictable so yeah well Star Trek trains you for that right um, I, I, I feel like Star Trek does that more often than other shows maybe actually so, like, well we- I don't know there's a, there's a few times because there's I was watching a 24 episode as well for the last season of 24, and they had this weird shot, and it was pointing up at this long bar that was hanging there because of a machinery. Like, like I, I don't know my machinery. Some thing with a rope thing was thinging with the thing, right? <laughs> right. And it was hanging there. All that and thing. I'm like, that thing's going to fall down. They're going to have a battle, and that thing's going to fall. And it totally happened, like, five minutes later. So, <laughs> you know. And I've had that happen a couple times watching Walking Dead. I'm like, yeah, that's coming back. So, and it usually does. When it's an interesting shot like that, you're like, yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, they're, pointing they're that setting one you up. up for it to go yeah. to go later. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. But you know, well, whatever. Maybe it's just that Star Trek's uh, is more famous, and that's why. You know, the everyone everyone that's watched Star Trek understands the Chekhov's enter next word reference. And believe it or not, the t- reference Chekhov's gun is nothing to do with Star Trek. Yeah, it was a writer. No, yeah, I know, but it's it's just so famous that now whenever it happens anywhere, that's because it was. Go. Yeah, if it was Star Trek, it'd be Chekhov's phaser. Yes. Right. Yep. <laughs> Anywho, excellent. Right on. Well, I guess that's it. I mean, we just want to have a fun little retrospective and uh, just to kind of recap the last 32 episodes of Warp 5 with our new hosts, you know, because it's been a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure I've hosted more episodes with you guys than I did with Floyd. Oh, wow. uh, Or it's pretty close anyways, because you came on on 130 and Floyd left at 129. And my first episode was 91. And then I started to guest regularly on 94. Four? No, my first episode was 92, and I started to guest regularly on 94. So we're, we're approaching pretty close to the same amount of time that I was with Floyd. And, you know, it's happened a little quicker here because we weren't releasing them quite so regularly. And, I mean, we've only missed a couple this summer, but, I mean, we've basically been releasing for you guys once a week now. You know, we, we haven't missed too many episodes. And and uh, we really want to thank everybody very much for listening to the show. We really appreciate your loyal listenership and spreading the word and you know, tell your friends about the show and and give us a rating on uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts. What do they call it now? Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and review. And iTunes. We really appreciate it. iTunes. It there we go. Thank you. Yes. So wait, we're not going to talk about where we want the show to go. Do you want to? I I thought we were. Sure. Let's. Where do you guys want to take the show? Well, no. I I just like to you know like I'd like to do get back to what we were doing, but I'd like to do more writers' rooms. Personally, I I enjoy the writers' rooms. I'd like to write out a whole season five worth of episodes and then we could kind of do an episode where we just pick and choose how they play out through the season and see if we could put together a halfway decent season because like the last episode we wrote um 
You weren't on the last one we wrote, but the last one you guys wrote. No, the last one Brandy and I wrote mm-hmm. sounded like a good episode, but it would really need like some stuff going on in the episodes before it okay. to really make it pay off, which we, we mentioned when we did the episode. So I'd like to put the whole thing together and, and see where things land, you know? Yes. I like that, planning out an actual season and how one thing leads into another. Because that was the thing. It's Enterprise actually really pioneered that whole overarching thing and so yeah yeah so we can overarch some things overarching's fun it's the fad new thing <laughs> it mm-hmm. totally is i really want to i want to finish up the retrospective as quick as we can i want to get that done because i really want to get to some of these episodes that i haven't seen in a few years now so i'm really eager to get through those and and uh, i think that'll be a lot of fun and like i said the movies are where i really want to get back to the uh, movie nights because, uh, you know, I want to try and, once we finish those, um, deal with it. I'm going to just start picking some random movies, you know, and uh, we're just going to cover some random stuff once we cover all the ones that were mentioned on the show. I want to keep that going. Because, you know what, uh, maybe this is a hate crime or something, but I think there's more to life than just Star Trek. And I, I happen to like old cinema and old films, so, you know, I'm looking forward to checking out a few other things and then talking about a few with you. Because, you know... I'm watching along because uh, Mike, who's been on the movie episodes with us, and his pal John, um, not John, Max, sorry. Um, John's the other guy. Max, him and Max. Mike and Max are from Commentary Track Stars and and whatnot. They're doing a podcast on the talk film society called Oh Wells, and it's all about Orson Welles' films. Mm. And I just saw Touch of Evil for the first time. And, like, I totally want to see that again. Because I was watching it when I was on the treadmill at the gym, so I watched it over, like, three sittings, you know? And I'm like, I'd like to just sit down and watch that movie and then talk about it again. Because well, that movie was amazing. And uh, and we've talked about that before, doing other movies that weren't necessarily in the show, but we could also, you know, plug some of these into some of our Season 5 episodes and how they tie in. Or, um, But I'd like to talk about, like, uh, House on Haunted Hill. The original, not that remake garbage. Yes, the original right. with Vincent Price, yes. But, uh, yes. We could even, I don't want to watch it again, but we could even compare the two. I don't want to watch it again. Please don't make me compare them. But we could. Well, I've seen the remake, but I, I've i never seen the original. You've never seen no? the original? No, I haven't. It was in 3D, wasn't it? No. Uh, no. I original? think it was in 3D. I think it was in 3D. Uh, not, Black and white? Not to my knowledge. I'll, yeah, the original creature from the Black Lagoon was in 3D. Really? I'm yeah. not... I actually went to the movie theater just a couple weeks ago with Aubrey. They played it in 3D. That's I couldn't awesome. believe It was awesome, yeah. So uh, I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm, I I, yeah, I, I didn't know that. But either way, it's, it's by far one of my favorite movies of all time, the original House on Haunted Hill. Really? I love yes. that film. It's yes. just too much fun. It really is. It's, it's great. And I'd love to find a way to shove that in here so we can talk about it. So It was in 3D. Interesting. And you can get it in 3D. I should buy it in 3D. Don't you need a 3D television for that? I have a 3D projector. I don't. I do. Can I come to your house? Yes, it's in Canada, though. <laughs> I don't do well with 3D. It gives it's me headaches. Um, only my DS does that. Yeah, no, all 3D gives me headaches. Like, I can do, like, movie theaters. Like I, we, Oh, when I was on the cruise, we saw Solo in 3D. And was it awesome? It was, okay. actually. <laughs> but, well, the movie theater, like, I always make sure to make, make one movie on a cruise. Like, so I, we made Solo, and I tried to make Ant-Man, um, which would have been awesome, because uh, I hadn't seen it yet, but it was really late at night, and I fell asleep. Not because the movie was boring, guys. I no. fell asleep before it started. but Because it's dark and you're tired. Yeah, and it was like 10.30 at night start time, and it, it like started late, and my son was chomping away at popcorn. Hey, my but dad. I got solo in. My dad so. slept through Jurassic Park in the theater. I'm not even kidding. That's like a crime. No, he didn't. He was working nights at the time, and this was like a Saturday early afternoon, and he was just so tired. And the thing is, is when things started to get really loud, he would like jerk awake for like a split second and act like he hadn't been sleeping, you know. And and so, then he would just settle back down when things quieted down, and then asleep again. So I had so, to tell him what happened. <laughs> so that's another movie that I'd like to talk about, though. The original Jurassic Park is another great movie to talk about. Um, so <laughs> speaking of like being jerked awake. 
on the cruise again, they also have stage shows, right? So the last two cruises, I slept through all of the Tangled stage show, which what? is which is different than the regular Tangled movie. Yeah. They, they tweaked a few things. It's really good, though. They, it's really good. It's, it's, it's actually a full hour long, which most of the stage shows on the cruise are uh, 45 minutes. But I fell asleep twice. Twice. I could not stay awake for this play. And this time I started, and my wife would keep waking me up, and I was just getting more annoyed. Like, come on, I just want to sleep. <laughs> so this time I, I even took a nap so that I wouldn't fall asleep during this play. And what did I do in the middle of this play? Fall asleep. Yep. She woke me up this time, and I was like, all right, I'm up, I'm up. I'm, I'm up this time. I'm not going to sleep. But instead my daughter slept through it. <laughs> so, so we were in the... Tangled the the, is a good movie. Tangled is a great movie. I actually have a shirt that we made. That's a beer stein, like a German beer stein with the little duck from the Snuggly Duckling. <laughs> and it says the Snuggly Duckling um, Brewing Company, go live your dream. Nice. And featuring so, the um, voice of my favorite actor of all time. Who? Zachary Levi. Oh. He was Flynn Rider. I, I, I'm terrible with actors' names. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Susan Sarandon. No. No, guys. It's Man- Zachary Who's Sybil Shepard? Mandy Moore. <laughs> M- Mandy Moore. Um, so wait, but it gets better. So we were in the theater, right? And it's broken into like six sections, right? There's two like center stage and then there's split with a walkway. And then there's, so there's three in the front and three in the back with walkways breaking them up. So we were sitting in the very first row of the second section middle, dead center of the stage. So at one point Flynn Ryder runs up with his satchel, you know, that holds the crown and whoever's sitting in the middle seat, he, he finds a kid, but he throws it in their lap and says hold this for a minute and dives to hide from the uh, thugs that are going after him he did that to my daughter she didn't budge (laughs) she she was holding the satchel she has no idea that she was holding the satchel and I couldn't get my phone out fast enough to get a picture before he took it back and left oh man that's funny yeah it's a really cool ending that play too because they actually all walk around with like these long sticks with the lanterns on them through the crowd that's so tender it's really cool so that's my Disney moment of this podcast but uh yeah, excellent, yeah, right on. That happened. Well, discussing the last 32 episodes of Warp 5 is not the only thing we've been talking about here on the network this week, so please take a listen to this clip and see what else you may have missed elsewhere on Trek FM. Previously on Trek.FM, continuing mission. You know, another production. And now, another four, five Yeah, <laughs> but now they are. And that in itself seems to me to be laying the the roots or the basis for something that could grow bigger sometime in the future i mean let's get this one out of the way and then see where it goes (laughs) from there but but now you have a collective earl gray (laughs) detecting romulan life forms oh sorry did you say there are romulan life forms yeah. No, I said there was there 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 used to be. So used you, to be you, you detect fate signs. What have you guys created? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. So there are life forms. Interesting. Fascinating. I was 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 life forms. They're gone now, but there was traces of life forms that were present at the um, at the shuttlecraft. Oh my goodness! Dead Starfleet officers, dead Romulans. This isn't really helping much, is it? <laughs> Standard orbit. This episode is emblematic of how it wanted to grab the bull by the proverbial horns and and wrestle those kinds of issues to the ground and serve as an example of uh, of where a certain subset of people stood at the time in trying to react to the craziness of their own world and and that's that's one of the things that I just continuously love about this show. The Six O Two Club. And that's the thing. I, I think you need a movie like this because most of the time when we think about astronauts and the, the, these heroes who do these extraordinary things, um, we're painting with a very broad brush. Um, e- even in The Right Stuff, which, uh, l- like I said, it at least gives you some differences in the personalities of those guys. This is like... You know the, this masterclass in the in the psychology of this one particular person, and that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out all these shows and join the conversation about your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts. 
you're an Apple user, please be sure to hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts on iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV, or the desktop iTunes app to get the latest episodes as soon as they are published. And please leave us a star rating and a written review. Are you done? If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, and most third-party apps. And you can stream and download the MP3 files from our website or grab the RSS link as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show, or maybe we don't after this. It's, it's up to you. There are so many ways for you to give us your thoughts. The best place, of course, is to join the larger conversation on the Babel Conference, which is our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field, and it should come right up on Facebook. If you would like to send us an email, you can use the form on our website at trek.fm slash contact. Choose to send to a show and select Warp 5. That'll come right to us. You can also find the network on Twitter at trek.fm and on Facebook at facebook.com slash trek.fm. Patrick, where can people find you when you're not giving me a great big hug because you miss me? Well... I don't have much time other than giving you hugs because we, we so infrequently see each other nowadays. But if that's not happening, if it's one of the times where you're away or I'm away, they can find me um, on uh, Twitter at MagicDrop5. They can also find me popping my head up around the Babel Conference. Or they can find me on the uh, they can find me on the Edge with Amy every other week uh, here on the network. So, uh, Brandy, when we're not talking about... Uh, Unicorn farts. Where can people find you? Did I miss that part? Well, it's kind of two side jokes in that one. <laughs> um, Brandon should have caught half of that joke, though, and he didn't. Sorry. I miss Amy. <laughs> That's fine. You're welcome to go back to her at any time. Mm, ouchie. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, BrandyWine12. I also miss Amy. You'll find me <laughs> in the Fable Conference um, from time to time. <clears throat> you will uh, also find me on Live from the Edge with uh, my friend Bruce Gibson. And we are covering the Trek shorts or short treks or however you I like saying Trek shorts because it makes you think like it's a clothing item. I want some Trek shorts now, man. I really want some Trek shorts. To go with your board shorts? <laughs> exactly. These shorts are for trekking. Those are for boarding. Anyway, uh, we are covering those. And the next one uh, is actually already out because this is coming out on November 9th. And we will have done that the previous day. And uh, all sorts of other things, but you can also hear me on the Dark Corner podcast with my fantastical husband, Dave, where we talk about things and stuff from a darker point of view. And our most recent episode, the last episode before Halloween, we talk about a lot of spooky stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, there are swears. So if you don't like swears, I invite you to not listen. And you can find that at darkcornerpodcast.com. Hey, Brandon, where can people find you when you're not running on a treadmill? Is he gone? It, he, it looks like he's frozen. I thought he was just playing. It feels like he's just playing with us. He, <laughs> he did a really good job. I can see subtle movements, so. I, I only have him in small window. Well, when I'm not on a treadmill watching... Um, Man on the High Castle because it's just outstanding uh, and I, it totally gets me through the treadmill because I can't I'm just completely captivated by the episode you can find me here on Twitter uh, my name is at Brandon Matella you can find me here on Melodic Treks which is another show on Trek FM you can find me on the Talk Film Society podcast where I just recently finished up the Halloween H4O retrospective and you can find me over on the Fandom Podcast Network with my friends Chris and Tom we have our own independent feed as well, and that's called Good Evening, an Alfred Hitchcock podcast. If you'd like to keep all our shows coming to you each week, you can become a patron of the network on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash trekfm. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash trekfm to get all the details. 
Perks include early access to episode, exclusive content, producer credits, and more. Available through our special patrons website, Patron Zone. It requires a great deal of money to produce, host, and distribute these shows each month, and we really appreciate any support you can give us, and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find all the details at patreon.com slash trekfm. And at this time, we would like to thank our wonderfully magical patrons for Warp 5. Our associate producers are as follows. Norman C. Lau, Floyd Dorsey, Mike Morrison, Tim Cooper, Justin Ozer, Mark Flessa, Chris Tribuzio, and Jim McMahon. Chris Tribute... Tribute... Oh, God. Chris, I keep slaughtering your name every time. Tribuzio. I don't know why it's so hard for me. I'm so sorry. Me either, because I said it like 18 times that got edited out of this episode at the top. Tribuzio. I even... I just... I'm sorry. I'm a terrible host. It's all right. He's he's fine with it. He, he's I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> all right on. Excellent. Well, we're not quite sure what we're going to do next week, but uh, we're going to start getting back on a regular planning schedule because we're all done the craziness, I think. So, till next time, keep calm and boom, on. I'm having a drink or two while we're recording. Oh, or three. It's been a rough day. Or four. Nine. It's been a rough day, a couple days at work. It's been tough. And uh, I'm with my podcasting buddies and I don't normally drink very often. My my daughter mentioned too. She's like, you don't, you guys don't drink very often. I said, yeah, we choose not to spend money on alcohol very often, but once in a while is okay. So. So next time you have to let us know so we can all participate. Yes, because it's hot toddy weather and I love me a hot toddy. And I think I it's want... funnier that I'm like a little bit tipsy here and you guys aren't. Oh, I don't <laughs> need I to I want to have tipsy. myself. A, well, one's not going to make me tipsy. But uh, For those <laughs> listening, I'm drinking straight Frangelico on ice. On the rocks. On the rocks. Yeah, I could have done that. Well, I don't use rocks, but I could have done scotch. I could have done a dark and stormy. We, there's lots here. Mm. I went from having no alcohol in my house for 10 years to I have a virtual bar down here all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Wow.